That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wynn. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. Listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Welcome back to Bat Force Radio, the DC Batman podcast with no limits. We got an extra special juicer episode tonight. Uh, we are going to officially go over um, the Zack Snyder Justice League Snyder Cut news that has been blowing up the internet for like a week. Um, let's go around the round table. We got Teases over in New York. Believe him. We got the Grumpler over in New York. Yo. We got the Bat Force Times in New York. We got Robin D. Cross in Canada. Idaho. We got the Trunkler in Chicago. What's going on? I'm over in sunny Southern California. And uh, let's just break on into it. So it was like a week ago on the 20th. Um, after years of fans bitching, complaining, um, cyberbullying, uh, hashtagging, they're finally... Going, they finally announced Zack Snyder's 20 million plus Justice League cut. So, uh, if you guys remember, back in November was probably the biggest movement that uh, occurred with this thing. So, essentially, ever since the uh, hold on, the the background noise is crazy. I hear yeah, it's like all yeah, I hear. It's, it's it's so bad. So I hear like buzzing and blipping. And... Maybe just hit mute if you're not talking right away. That might help. That's what I do. There it goes. Gone. Yeah, it's gone. Who was the, it was the Grumpler. I knew it. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. Probably the fucking Wait, Popo te- coming Jesus to take you away. Mute, too. I don't know. It might have been Teezus. Or, or it might have been. Did you hear it now? No. Oh, shit. It might have been Teezus. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Nah, I'm, 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 I'm on now. Today. I changed my underwear today. Can't do that. It's all gone now. (laughs) What were we saying? Yeah, so uh, probably very soon after the OG uh, Justice League cut got, you know, released, the Whedon cut, as people say, um, people noticed right away the tone was completely different than BVS, much lighter, uh, much brighter. Uh, They completely changed the soundtrack from Junkie XL to, um, uh, oh, my God. With Danny Elfman. Elfman. Yeah. So a lot of changes. Um, A majority of people did not like the Justice League. I think that was, number one, it did not feel like it uh, was in line with Snyder's tone and feel and vision. And number two, uh, some people felt that the change, regardless of if you like Zack Snyder or not, um, it just wasn't a very good movie. Um, And, you know, people argue back and forth. I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was that terrible. It definitely was not BVS in that tone, but I didn't think it was like a piece of shit movie. Uh, ben Affleck's Batman definitely is not the highlight of the movie. Um, anyways, so 
people were pissed off. People were upset. People knew something had happened. Everyone uh, had made uh, their claims that uh, Whedon had taken a ton of stuff out that Snyder had uh, filmed. And now, what is it, two years after that in November, um, Twitter got really loud and was able to actually get the support of uh, Ray Fisher, Jason Momoa, Gal, Ben, and Zack Snyder all tweeted out, released the Snyder Cut on the same day in November, the two-year anniversary of the release of, I want to say, was it Justice League? Yeah. Um, So that is from the Hollywood Reporter article that came out. So there was a a report that came out the same day that it was announced. But on that day in November, that's when Warner Brothers was like, fuck, okay, this shit is kind of getting big. And it's there's there's a reason that fans want it. And we're noticing that it got trending. Millions of people were talking about it. So that day, the following morning, rather, is when Warner Brothers called Zack Snyder and wanted to talk about it. So it was a complete 100% fan movement that started on Twitter and it turned into Warner brothers actually going back and reaching out to Zack Snyder to ask what he thought about it. Um, at that time that was already after the huge shakeup. So the same people that were in charge that made all the moves for justice league were no longer there. So, uh, this Warner brothers reaching out to Snyder as a new Warner brothers with a new head, new people in charge. And, um, that's kind of also what helped the situation as well. So the Hollywood Reporter article basically states that on that day, uh, they reached out to Snyder. They they said they want to start talking about it. So he got together with Debbie. Um, they went back to their vault and their hard drive. They got all this footage together. They decided to make a presentation. They had about 12 Warner Brothers heads come down to their home. And he put together a presentation in his theater room. And Jim Lee was among one of them. Uh, I can't remember who else, but he was just talking about in the article. They actually interviewed Zack Snyder. Um, he talks about how they had to figure out what this would look like. What would it be? You know, how would we go about doing this? Because, um, you know, it would be a different movie, obviously, than what was put out. So we had to figure out, like, in what way would this be best to kind of display it? I think at that time already they had been talking about um, streaming would probably be the the better the better kind of way of doing it because a theatrical release probably wasn't necessarily in the cards because I don't think they wanted to compete with like the movies in the theaters. They didn't want to make it seem as if this was like the new direction. It was literally just going to be kind of like rather than making a director's cut Blu-ray, you'll put it on a streaming service first. Maybe they'll do a physical product after. Um, so as talks continued, they were kind of talking about how uh, there was at least like four hours of footage. So, you know, would it be a one one sitting four hour movie or would they break it up into kind of episodes? Um, later on, they talked about how once they fit, once they said, okay, yeah, like you can do this. Um, that was pretty much in February, late February, I think. And then at the beginning of March, late February, March is when the pandemic happened. And at first they thought that, oh shit, well, we're not going to get to do this because, you know, we're going to have to get into production and we're going to have to physically make a movie or finish a movie. And how can you do that when, all this shit's happening and there's no production going forward at all. Um, but I guess they talked it over and they decided that they'd find a way to figure it out. They had like a year. Um, so they said 2021 would probably be the time when they release it. Um, with talking to Warner Brothers, they decided that HBO Max would be the way to release it as well. And then um, it kind of talks about how in, in the article it says Snyder basically states that he's being allowed to finish his vision. Um, the source, there's unnamed sources that claim a $20 million price range. And that's going to be specifically for what Snyder says that they're going to allow him to do is they're going to allow him to finish VFX, 
put in the score that was originally um, meant to be in it and any kind of secondary post-production stuff. Now, earlier he's been teasing how he has a couple, there's at least two scenes that he wants to film, he said. One of them was a Martian Manhunter scene um, where he'd get the actor who played, um, what was his name, Swanwick, Swanwick. General Swanwick, um, to come back to film one specific scene where he like turns into and morphs into Martian Manhunter. And there's another scene that supposedly involves um, Superman, Wonder Woman, Lois Lane, Batman, and possibly Martian Manhunter. So um, he made that he made that statement about possibly post production scene because uh, wow. Twitter wow. had done this poster um, contest where uh, before it was officially announced, he had fans uh, create posters to build up hype for the Snyder Cut. And then he would choose, I think, four winners. And from the four winners, he would choose a grand prize winner. And the grand prize winner would be allowed to be in person for any post-production work. Um, so that was another hint that, like, they were going to actually let him do post-production. So that was the first article, right? So the first article claims they're going to do it. HBO Max is where they're going to do it. Um, the rumor is a $20 million price tag. That's not confirmed in the first article. It just says $20 million. So then recently... Um, HBO Max boss, and he's also uh, one of the top guys at Warner Media. His name's Bob Greenblatt. Um, he was on a podcast called Recode Media, and he actually talked about it. And he says, um, these, these are direct quotes. It's been months of discussions with Zach and the producers to figure out how to do it. Uh, Greenblatt told the Recode Media podcast of the process behind what eventually morphed into last week's Snyder Cut announcement, but the hard work starts now. This is a direct quote again. It isn't as this is this is fucking crazy, by the way, because this is like, wait, what? So this is what he says. It isn't as easy as going into the vault, and there's a Snyder Cut there to put out. Greenblatt said it does not exist. Zach is building, and it is complex, while also name checking oh, new effect oh. shots as a particular focus for the director. So it's not just going to be slapped together or slapped together recut. Far from it. Greenblatt calls it a radical rethinking of Justice League, and it's complicated and wildly expensive. Uh, then it says the original report stated that the cost of the cut to finish would be between twenty and thirty million. And he said, "quote I wish it was just thirty million, and I'll stop right there." Holy fuck! Um, so basically, he's saying that it's going to cost more than twenty to thirty million, which means that. If you're just finishing like VFX, everyone has said that like it shouldn't cost more than that. So this is basically saying that there's more. He's he's gonna do more. He's going to add to it instead of just finishing what he had. Um, he also said we weren't going. We weren't going. Let's not talk to those fans. Let's drive them crazy and not connect with them. Greenblatt affirmed we were actually spending a lot of time trying to figure out how to do this, and there's many many hurdles to jump over. Once we start, once we saw that we could do it, and all the figure, it once we figured out we could do it, um, we had to figure out the right economics, which was literally in the last week. We said, let's get this news out there. So they put all this shit together as far as like how much it would cost and what they would do in a week before the announcement officially. Um, fuck, man. Okay, so then that kind of that kind of adds on to the rumors about. Uh, first, when the first article came out, oh, they're just going to do VFX. They're just going to add a score and then touch up whatever they need. Now, this with him saying that he says that they're going to put out more than thirty million dollars because he wishes that it would only cost that much. So it might be that he's actually going to film new shit for this, which is fucking crazy and pretty insane. That a movie that already came out 
that they put all this money together is now going to get a secondary treatment with not just VFX and score, but possibly getting rewritten again and reshot again for certain things that he wanted to do. Um, all right. Yeah. So that's it, man. That's, that's, that's the big fucking news from that. Um, I don't know, man, I'm excited. The, the main thing that I feel from this is you have to admit that it's ballsy for Warner brothers to, you know, in hindsight of what they did before taking what Zach had created and bringing in, um, what's his name to finish it up. I don't know why I just forgot. Joss Whedon bringing him in to, to rework the movie, change the tone of it to now, you know, what two years or whatever later to now swallow their pride and say, okay, well, we'll put out this version that everyone has been asking for and risk it being much more well-received than what we thought was going to be the right thing. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think this is, ever in the history of like cinema been done before uh, where so. you allow a guy who didn't finish it to come back and finish it like within three years or no i think it's been what five years not five years how when did fucking justice league come out two three three years ago two and a half three years ago yeah, two and a half yeah yeah and at most what they do is like they'll release the director's cut blu-ray or you know like the they'll release like the extended cut where they'll just put back the scenes that they edited out. But they're like you said, they're they're paying they're shelling out big budget money for him to reshoot stuff. And I think um I'm fucking glad they're doing that because one of the big things that um they they're smart because what they can do now is because of all everyone who fucked up on this movie as far as administration and, and like media or the the production heads like the president of Warner Brothers, the people who were in charge of making the movie, the people who were in charge, they all got fucking fired and moved out. So they're not there anymore. So this new crew can point the finger at them and say, yeah, they fucked up and they made all these decisions that didn't end up working. We're the good guys now. And now yeah. we're the ones who are going to be able to make the fans happy. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll listen to you guys. So it's smart on their end because, you know, this new crew doesn't really have much. Like, yeah, they have to swallow the Warner Brother pride. But they're pretending like it's it's uh, you know they don't they don't have to they don't really have anything to lose they, they have everything to gain because they have an online community that's basically millions of people are saying like we'll fucking buy a subscription to HBO Max first day if you announce this for sure. So um, a thing that I also forgot to mention was uh, the way that they announced it was Snyder Zack Snyder held a screening for Man of Steel last Wednesday. And then after the screening, he had Henry Cavill surprise um, join him for a Q&A virtually on a Zoom call. And then they actually uh, added on a bunch of fans to the Zoom call and they together announced the release of it, which is funny because there's this I don't know if you guys have been following it. There's this whole underground cult existence on Twitter of all these warring fans about, you know, Snyder cut versus not wanting it versus it not existing. And, um, one of the big things that like a lot of people who people call toxic Snyder fans were doing is they were attacking multiple people. So they were attacking, um, specifically, obviously they were attacking, I think it was like Ken Suchihara, who was the Warner brothers studio head at the time. Um, I can't remember who the other guy was. They were attacking Joss Whedon. They were attacking, 
um, Jeff Johns, uh, who they said, everyone said that, that these people had nefarious motives and they wanted to get Zach out to begin with, which may or may not have been true. Um, and they used the really sad uh, suicide of his, uh, of his daughter to kind of do it, which is really fucked up. But um, on top of that, because Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins and Henry Cavill weren't overly like supporting him online because they weren't tweeting about it enough because they weren't like making it because they weren't as loud as Ray Fisher, Ben Affleck, Jason Momoa. They started attacking Henry Cavill and saying that like he's a snake and that he's a backstabber and that he doesn't have any love or respect for Zach. So it was like a year of seeing that online and be like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? And then the reality is Warner brothers hadn't like re-upped on their deal to have uh, Cavill come back for Superman. Um, Cavill was pretty much waiting for something to happen with that. And I think, uh, I don't know if a lot of people are aware of it, but the, the rocks wife, ex-wife and his current, uh, manager is also Henry Cavill's agent. Mm -hmm. And she's a very fucking savvy businesswoman who I believe the reason why Cavill wasn't being so outspoken about the Snyder cut is because there had not been any announcement as far as him still being Superman or any deals made about how many movies he'd be in. And I think she was keeping a tight leash on him to say, no, don't say shit because you want Warner Brothers to come to us. You want them to feel the pressure and you want them to fucking come to us so that way we have the upper hand and you can ask for whatever you want when they do because these motherfuckers are against the wall right now. The fans are on their asses. The fans want the Snyder Cut. The fans want to continue, you know, that kind of um, cast. They didn't get Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's gone. They fucked that up. So they want to hold on to Gal. They want to hold on to Jason. They want to hold on to Cavill. So I think she got smart and she basically said, hold out. Don't say shit about anything until we have a deal in place. So it wasn't until last week that he sat down with Snyder for that Q&A that he helped make the announcement because there's another rumor that states that he's going to be coming back in multiple DC films, yeah. um, to having like a, a wider presence as far as like a, maybe not his own solo movie just yet, but he's going to be like kind of the thread that connects a lot of the DC movies together. And um, that's huge for a lot of, you know, Cavill fans. Um, but it also, I think, is important for if you want another Man of Steel movie, you know, uh, Justice League Snyder Cut is going to put that in the mainstream media's eye. Um, also with Ray Fisher getting maybe possibly more cyborg, uh, Ezra Miller, that was another huge thing. Ezra Miller had that crossover episode on Arrow and Flash, mm -hmm. um, the Crisis on Infinite Earths. He was uh, he reprised his role as Flash with Grant Gustin kind of like in a in a crossover event there. Um, and in that in that scene, he even said, like, I told Ray or what do you say? Um, fucking what's Cyborg's name? God damn it. Victor. I told Victor that this was possible. So he even references Cyborg. Um, so another thing that this causes, though, is now there's the Snyder cut that's coming. So Snyder's original vision is out there. But then there's also a fucking. Uh, the Batman universe, and then there's also uh, what is what else? This the there's a Batman universe. There is the Snyder Cut universe. There is uh, a third one too, right? There's like a a weird Birds of Prey Suicide Squad universe oh, yeah. out there too. So that kind of uh, makes things interesting because you're literally going to have next year two distinct universes with two distinct Batmans on two distinct media platforms at the same time, um, which fucking, hey, man, when has that ever happened? Aside from TV and movies at the same time. So, 
And then Ruby Rose is out as Batwoman, which is actually why we're recording right now. We're really sad about that. She's a quit. She's a quitter. She didn't want to do it because it was too much work. Screw that shit. What what is what do you guys think it is? Because I didn't watch the show. I don't know if it was successful or not, but I know that a lot of people watch the crossover stuff. Yeah, I guess there was too many days filming in Canada. I believe it was, and there's a lot of training days or whatnot, and she didn't want to. Uh, and she didn't want to work that much. <laughs> you, she didn't want to do her job full time. Yeah, that, that that's been the. Uh, What's been leaking out, and uh, and that she's hard to work with. So that's not Batwoman. That's what is, what does she do though? Is she like uh, aside from an actress? Is she like a like a musician or something? Or I don't know. I think she was a, a model? model, and uh, she's not a good actress, from what I understand. I've only I I just started watching the show. Oh shit, grumping. <laughs> and it's it's not bad. It's it's cool. I mean. It's, it's a little, you know, bat universe fix. Yeah. It looked it looked like uh kinda like the original Birds of Prey show. It had that feel to it from the trailer. Yeah. Oh yeah. On the Where? second episode the second or third episode they had Tommy Elliott. They didn't have Hush, but they had oh, Tommy yeah. Elliott. I saw okay. the I saw the highlights of that. Yeah, but shame, uh but whatever. Like, yeah. Snyder Cut, Grumpler, I listen, you know, I think this is just one step closer to more Jared Leto uh Joker. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about. Um, I remember you were the biggest campaigner for the Snyder Cut to begin with. Yeah, I'm mistaken. I was. So, no, always no, since day one. Bigly, Actually, I I don't know about you guys. I was a convert because early on when they started saying release the Snyder Cut, like two, three years ago, right after just as it came out, I was like, "The fuck!" Like he got fired. He didn't finish it. Like there's no Snyder Cut. Like. How can there be something that doesn't really exist? They never let him do it. They never got past him doing the rough cut, which was a bunch of shit that he didn't finish, and they fired him. So it wasn't until uh, probably like Momoa said, like, no, I've seen it. Like, it, he definitely has a cut. That's when I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, I started getting interested in it when, you know, for a while there there were, was all that word coming out that like, oh, all the scenes that you like were, were done by Joss Whedon and you just don't know it. And, you know, the, this scene was done by Joss Whedon, this was done by Joss Whedon. And then Zach had started replying to all that talk on Twitter and he would post behind the scenes shots that he had taken with his phone. So like there was a shot from the beginning of Justice League that the scene with uh, Batman on the rooftop. Uh, to lure in the parademon and like he posted a picture of that from his phone and said oh and by the way i shot it and he just started posting all this stuff from behind the scenes like oh so yeah there's a lot more that he did of it than we think there was i totally we forgot that. yeah that all he, he he teased he teased all those pictures over like two and a half years and like little by little just teasing all those like behind the scenes pictures and shit. I, what 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 tripped me out is how much of cyborg that they cut out. Like there's an entire cyborg origin in it. There's whole scenes of him in it. There's um his both of his parents are in it. And and I thought that was interesting because uh in the Whedon cut, I feel like he's still pretty prominent and he even actually like for me, I, I really liked him in it. But I'm like, man, they really fucking cut that motherfucker out of this movie like a a bunch um man yeah it, it's 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 pretty insane and unprecedented that they're doing this uh what's also awesome is i think it was in november um it was probably that day that uh 
No, it was around the time when he just, so it might've been in November. It might've been after when he announced that, um, the, the cut that he had was a four, like a four and a half hour, close to five hour cut that he had on this massive hard drive of all the material that he had. It was like five hours worth of footage that he filmed. And I think uh, assembly cut, that's what he called it. He called it an assembly Mm cut. And I think the assembly cut is what he basically showed Warner brothers of like, here, this is everything I have. This is how I'm going to edit it down into the movie. And then um, we posted a picture of that on Instagram and jokingly put um, Snyder cut, assembly cut, subway cold cut combo. <laughs> we want it all. And that uh, whole thing was crazy. Yeah. Subway must have had like a Google notification for any time someone says their name or some shit because they're not following us on Instagram. But subway saw that and the subway account liked it and commented back yeah we want to see it too hashtag release the snyder cut someone then saw well obviously we reposted that uh, both on instagram and twitter someone on twitter saw that and then tweeted at subway hey subway if you want to get involved how about how many retweets will it take for you to donate like to 10,000 10,000 sandwiches to families in need and they said um I think it was like 50,000 tweets in 24 hours and they hit that shit in like three hours. Yeah. So, so then like, didn't they, uh, like they really upped the number of sandwiches they were it. donating. Yeah. Yeah. They doubled, they doubled, well, cause they said you guys did it in three hours. We're so impressed that we're, we're doubling the amount of donations that we're going to get. That was fucking crazy to see off of a joke that we made on Instagram, a subway, a subway joke. A cor- legit like <laughs> corporate sponsor got involved in a fan movement, and Snyder even Snyder then went on like on on um, Twitter and he retweeted that and he quote tweeted it saying, "Wow, so awesome to see! Thank you, Subway." And then after that, people start put like this so fucking smart of Subway to do that because then all these people on Twitter started taking pictures of themselves going to Subway, buying a Subway sandwich. Oh, what what would the Snyder cut sandwich be? And oh my god, it was so fucking funny. And then after that, um, other sandwich companies started like getting in on it. Like Wendy's did it. Um, I can't remember what other sandwich companies started doing it, but it was fucking crazy. And it just kind of showed like, Jesus Christ, okay, this thing is getting out of control. Like people on the internet are legit going nuts for this shit, you know? Who whoever runs their social media earned their pay for like the next six months with that one move and could just say, Okay, I'm gonna take a month off, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. You're, you're welcome. So crazy. It's fucking nuts, man. Like, I can't believe that we're going to get to see two different versions of Batman in the same year. Like, and it's going to be legitimate Hollywood uh, budget. Like, it's not no television show movie. Two movies of Batman. Two completely different versions. Like, actual multiverse of movies, you know? And that's the thing, too, is like, why not? Oh, Joker. That's the other universe I was talking about. Yeah. You got Joker universe. You got Snyder universe. You got the Batman universe. Um, technically, Birds of Prey continued Suicide Squad's universe because even though Jared Leto wasn't in it, they heavily hinted that he's that the Joker in that version of the movie. And he was also like the way they, that was so weird that they had the body doubles of him um, rather than having him in it. They had body oh, double yeah, versions of him. I, I haven't seen it yet. I mean, I, I somebody uh, so somebody asked me like I haven't seen um I haven't seen the Rise of Skywalker and I was like don't see it. They're like why not? I'm like 
you know your parents had sex. Do you want to watch your parents have sex? Like, there's no, no, don't want. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to see it. You know it's there. You know you know it exists. You know it happened. But it doesn't mean you you got you have to see it. But I mean, I I wanted to jump in before when we were talking about um, leaking the photos. I'm curious to see what iteration of Superman they're gonna start off with because Snyder did leak a lot of those photos of him in the black suit. And him and with the long hair of him kind of resurrecting. So I'm kind of curious to, to see if he's actually going to do that or not. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's like, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a major change right there. You know, like following yeah. the comic books of, you know, of the whole doomsday. Yeah. Comics back in the day. If you go by what he said before the announcement, um, he put, so he would post like these, he would post those teases and the teases he would teases post those, there you go he would post those teases on vero and then he would spend no joke like 30 minutes to an hour like replying to as many fans as possible in the comments that was cool to see too is he was yeah. like answering fan questions he was like doing q a's every time he'd post a picture and um someone was asking about the black suit over and over again and he said and this was obviously this was after so January is when they started. No, I'm sorry. November is when they made the phone call. So from November to February is when they were in talk, like in serious talks. So when he posted this, he had already known that it was going to happen. He just couldn't like officially say anything. But he said, um, I remember this specifically. Let let I, all I can say is Zack Snyder's Justice League has the black suit. So right. um, there's footage. And remember Cavill posted a picture on Instagram while they were filming, he posted a picture of the black suit, like a really zoomed up close up of the material. So um, the only time you ever saw it was in a deleted scene where he's walking through the ship. And um, Snyder also posted another deleted scene where um, they're walking his body through the ship to go resurrect it. And then the suit like comes out of the wall because it senses Superman in, you know, coming by. Um, but yeah, I mean, but that's the thing is like, based off of this new information that he is now being allowed to change, not just, not just release his version of a cut, but even like have more time and money to tweak and change things. You can't really say that uh, everything that we thought was going to be in it is now going to be in it, you know, Um, from like what he was saying from uh, the, the director's cuts um, event that he did in Pasadena. That was last year before November, obviously, because, um, Again, that he didn't have any idea that this would become so so like uh, popular at that time. He he basically gave out the whole plot of his three movie Justice League kind of summary, and uh, that's even up in the air if he's gonna like complete that story or if he's gonna condense it now because that's another topic of conversation too. Is he planned to make it was gonna be a three movie arc where the first movie that came out would be the first part. Then he'd buy up, then there would be a part two and then there'd be a part three. Now that he knows that he probably cannot finish two more, they're not going to give him two more movies to work on. He's probably going to take maybe elements of those two and maybe condense it down to the first one. Um, with, if they're giving him six episodes or if they're giving him up to four hours to do it, you could probably kind of get away with doing it now instead of trying to cram everything into one movie. It'll probably be feel like, like a two movie thing, you know, or six episode thing. So, but yeah, man, according to him, there's a black suit in there, just depending upon, you know, when he's going to use it, if he's going to use it, you know, 
But fuck, what do you guys think? Uh, it's awesome that we're going to get it. You know, whether people like it or not, at least it's something else that's out there. Uh, especially for the people who didn't enjoy Justice League so much, there's a uh, the original version, the original uh, idea for it is going to be out there for you to try. Yeah, um, I think it's people are like you know we post about it and people start complaining on the comments about like people need to stop this shit like this has gone too far like why do you keep letting them do this and it's like uh i mean it's kind of fucking awesome really because we're the ones that pay for it we're the ones that go and see it and i was thinking about this there's a lot of times when when a movie is made especially off of material that is already pre-existing like comic books or a book there's already an existing fan base of that thing, you know, and most of the time when you like give this material to it for a director and a writer, it's rare that those people are actual like comic book nerds, you know, a lot. They might have a sense of the world and, and like of that of that universe, but they're usually like filmmakers that just happen to have some interest in it, um, you know. It's not like these guys are making stuff for a comic book fan. They're making a movie from comic book material, source material. So this is kind of like the opportunity now for like, you know, the fans who have already for a lifetime been fans of this stuff have a voice to kind of steer the stuff that's being made into the direction that they want it. And it's kind of insane that it's it's happening, you know, like instead of waiting like every five or 10 years for a movie that you hope might be close to what you want, the internet has made it to where you can be loud as fuck and actually tell the studio, no, this is what we want. Give it to us. And the studio sees how loud you are and realizes, man, if we turn these tweets into dollars, like we'll be rich as fuck. Like maybe we should just listen to these kids. And I think that's kind of what happened in this situation. Whereas, you know, yeah. Okay. We have to, we have to basically admit that we fucked up yeah, we got to go back on whatever our plan or vision was for these movies. But there's a huge group of people who are saying they'd pay us if we just give them what something, you know, we, we kind of already have most of it. All you got to do is finish it. Like, fuck it. Like, why not? Like, let's, this is a good way of getting people to get onto the subscription service. It's a good way for them to gain, for us to gain favor with them. Because after they did it, after they announced it, like, there's all these people that went back. Thank you, Warner Brothers. Thank you so much. You know, <laughs> and and they were all kind of like being thankful and and applauding it and shit. So, I mean, who, I don't know. Who knows? It's possible that they gauge the success of this when it comes out, and that could form their decisions for how they move forward with the rest of the cinematic universe. Yeah. And you right. can't say you can't say that. They won't do that. And like, what's so fucking crazy about this is that anything that anyone said before, oh, they can't do that. They won't do that. This is proving that you can't say that anymore. Yeah. Like, like even even maybe a week ago, I think Robin, you were like, well, you know, David Ayer has a vision for uh, his cut, and yeah. you know, and and he's been, and he, we just posted it today. He, he had a bunch of tweets today about his version of Suicide Squad and what happened and and what what you know what was out there. And you were like, you know, he said he wants to do the dark side stuff and they didn't let him. And yeah, they 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 didn't let him go anywhere past writing it in the script. They stopped it. They made him rewrite the script. Dark side and um, parademons are no longer there. But yeah, then I was like, in, in, in my head, I'm like, 
Go Sorry, ahead. go ahead. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I think we got a delay. What I was what I was gonna say was like, there's no way that they'll let him go back and 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 do that because it was so far early in the process. <laughs> they'd have to reshoot. They'd have to rewrite and all that shit and all the post production. And I'm like in my head, like, yeah, they're not gonna let him do that. And then I'm like, wait a minute. They're literally doing that with fucking Snyder right now. Like they they are literally allowing him to go back and change shit. So you can't say that they won't do it for David Ayer. You know, <laughs> especially if this makes a shit ton of money. Especially if the fans then turn and say, Thank you for this. Now we want to see you do the same thing with Suicide Squad. Like you can't say yeah. that they won't because they're changing fucking history in, in, as we speak with it. So because yeah, once they see that, well, we can make a ton of money by taking a movie that's already shot plus extra scenes that were already done that were already shot and put up the money to shoot some additional stuff. And we have a whole different version of the movie that a million people want to see. Yep. It It would be stupid. I'm sorry. Um, It would actually like behoove them for suicide squad because I know that they do have the intent of making a sequel. So, if I was them, I would just re, you know, tweak it, release that, you know, 1.5 version, and then just have it roll out six months later to the sequel, because the iron is still hot, you know, like yeah, it, I, it, it, I, I it, would, it would almost fix that universe to where you I, can kind of move forward with it, you know. I I don't think they can unfortunately do that now though. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad is already shot in uh, in the can. Oh, that that's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it would be it nice if they could, interest, you know. Yeah, but he, the, uh, the, they they could say a Snyder cut being on HBO Max uh, just kills, and then they move forward with uh, doing Suicide Squad, you know, where putting that back to David Ayer's original vision of it, which was being in line with Zack Snyder's <laughs> story. So, like, what what Ayer had originally written was. Uh, that was Steppenwolf that they were fighting at the end of Suicide Squad. Uh, all those slime monsters they were fighting were originally parademons, and we were going to see Darkseid in it. So it, his original movie was all keeping in line with Snyder's stuff. So assuming uh, Justice League kills, and if they decided to, to do the same thing with Ayer's Suicide Squad then they could conceivably continue with that story in another series on HBO Max, an, another movie, whatever WB wanted to do. And they could call it, you know, if they decide, okay, well, this is doing so much better than than our Justice League movie. Let's put out another, we'll do another movie, we'll let Zack do it. It'll be called Zack Snyder's Justice League 2 or something like that. So people know it's the sequel to the Snyder Cut. You know that they could continue that universe if if it's proven to be more successful than what they thought the fixed version was going to do. The the fact that they went back and they went back on their they went back on their original plan for Joker, where everyone involved said no, it's just going to be a one shot. The studio, the director, everybody said that. But then Todd Phillips has literally said like they've already talked to us about making another one. That, that proves that they they could do that, you know. It right. I mean, that... especially for Joker. I mean, you can't deny a billion dollar movie and say we're done. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 like, just... it's, like, 
it's like somewhere along the line when this new group of people came in, you know, however many people got changed at WB, the new people that are running things. It's like those new people somewhere along the line said, hey, let's pretend we stop knowing everything and let's start responding to what people like. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's completely changed the way big blockbuster movies, the internet has changed the way big blockbuster movies are made. Like, someone mentioned in the comments um, before, like, Sonic was kind of like the first example of it, where uh, they released the trailer and he looked nothing like the video game Sonic. And fans were fucking mad and, like, were hating on it. They were memeing it to, like, all shit. Like, and then just off of complaints, like, they went back and they completely redid it. And and then it, it made a profit and they now have greenlit a sequel and I mean like it's kind of a great it's kind of a great example of how sometimes the internet works toward the benefit of fans with giving a voice and showing studios that like hey we're done with your fucking like you just want to make money we know it well if you want to make money do what we want and we'll fucking pay you the money that you want you know and uh yeah it's a good it's a good thing to uh it's a good example to give as, as far as like you know they do they do Zack snyder's justice league cut um it makes a shit ton of money a lot of people come in and they subscribe to it where do you go from there like, if you made a shit ton of money off of it you're not gonna stop you know yeah because you want to keep all those people right if that's yeah. all you do that brought those people how many of those people are you know, like okay i've yeah i've watched everything on here i wanted to watch now yeah i'm not gonna renew my subscription and even if they, even if they're too scared to do, um, you know the the next the next chapter of of Snyder's Justice League, you got fucking Ezra Miller and you got Ray Fisher right there waiting for you to make another movie or it's either a solo, or another film involving them as, you know the the already cast already film proven versions of those characters you know and then you got the uh, the crossover event on the television show where pe- people love seeing Ezra Miller on that with Grant Gustin as Flash, like, you know, it's just, it's a fucking crazy and awesome opportunity that this now presents for that world that we thought was dead to open itself back up again. But that doesn't mean that you have to get rid of anything else. Like, you still have the Batman. You still have Joker. You know, you still, you still have birds. Sorry, guys. Um, you still have birds of prey and if people enjoy those things you have now the ability to give every universe and every experience it's kind of like time in this in the sun you know and man i never fucking thought that this would happen like this is legit crazy multiverse comic shit where like oh you don't like snyder's bet you don't like you don't like scott snyder's batman grumps you don't like scott snyder's batman? that's cool because you got you got a. Uh, uh, Sean Murphy's Batman right over here. Why don't you read White Knight instead? Right. You know, no. go read White. Right, right. uh, you don't like you don't like Murphy's Batman. You got Morrison's Batman. Seven years of it over here. Like that's some fucking comic book multiverse shit where yeah. you could go to your friend and be like, oh, you don't like this version, but this writer's different, but it's the same character. But look at this. Ver- oh, you think? Well, check sure. this out. This is fucking Elseworld stuff. This Batman's Green Lantern in this world. Batman is fucking you know uh, all this. It, this is nuts, dude. This is f- like. And that, that's it's, why uh, I never it's, minded it's the straight idea. out of the car, you know? Yeah, that's why I never minded the idea of separate things going, you know, whether there's a, a, a TV show going, this movie going, and then this other movie that's that's not related to it. Because 
I'm used to spending my life reading yeah. comics where there's five different stories going at once with the yep. same character. Yeah. And and uh, you know, I think it was the, stu- the 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 biggest fear and the biggest hesitation came from the studios because with as far as a movie is concerned. You want movies to make as much money as possible. You want as many people as possible to go see your movie. You don't want to make it too niche. You don't want to make it too specific to where you're going to alienate part of the audience. So you want it to be friendly to anyone walking in. And the comics are very specific to like story and art. So they cater to more of like who the writer, who the, who the artists are. And that's what people will gravitate towards. So studios were, the studios were hesitant to confuse the audience with multiple versions of these characters because most people who go see movies aren't really like that invested in comics so they don't understand multiverse they don't understand different versions but now like it doesn't fucking matter because like the audience has proven that they can handle that that they want that and i literally never thought this would ever happen to where you have three different universes of dc comics characters at the same time existing with production being put forward for all these different fucking movies. They just talked about um, Margot Robbie making another spinoff of another like follow-up to Birds of Prey. Like She's still going to get the opportunity, because I think she signed on for uh, not even including The Suicide Squad. She signed on for Birds of Prey in a second movie. You know, So she gets to do those two to produce. So she's going to produce another one. So, it, like, oh. you know, it's funny, too. We always talk about how they're too scared to do a Batman show. How the fuck can you make that excuse now? Like, you got two different Batman movies coming out with you're putting you're pumping millions of dollars into movies, Batman. How can you not go into production for a fucking television show? You can make it like a light budget, make it gritty. You don't have to have too much special effects because of how street level you want to do it. Like, how do you? There's no excuse now. You know what I mean? Like, there's no well, especially they. I was gonna say especially because they um with the uh, HBO Max. Why not just make a show for HBO Max? Yep. There keep you go. the subscribers that are gonna, you know, because like 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 you said, how many people are gonna subscribe as soon as it hits, you know, as soon as it hits on there? Yeah. Probably millions. I, and to keep them on instead of just leaving after them, instead of just unsubscribing after the movie. Why well, just do an HBO Max show? Yep. Some, and, something. And who knows how many people are going to be in for this? Because it's yeah, a lot of people were campaigning all this time. You know, the the whole release the Snyder cut, the, the hashtags, the signs in Times Square, the plane flying over the Super Bowl, pulling the sign. But <laughs> you have to think that that's a minority of like with anything else. It's the the vocal people are the minority. There has to be a ton more people that find out, oh, it's actually coming out. Oh, okay, I'll buy HBO Max to watch that. I, 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 I wanted to see this, but I wasn't, you know, going to spend my time campaigning on the internet. Yeah, it, uh, it is an, an insane. I mean, I, I guess we got to think like streaming and the internet for this because movies would have never done this on their own, like. You know, like movie studio heads would have never had the balls to do this shit. They're too afraid of losing just one dollar to make anything too specific. And um, fuck, man, like this is just 
you uh, you can't be mad about this because you're getting everything you want. You know, if you're done with Affleck's Batman, you're tired of it, you don't like it. You got Pattinson coming. You know what I mean? If you if you are upset that that you know Batman got replaced with Pattinson, you don't want to even see it. You got fucking Justice League's Snyder cut coming. You know, like it's 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 insane. I can't believe it. It's crazy. It's amazing. I, I'm just, gonna buy. I'm gonna buy Sean Murphy a subscription to HBO Max. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to have a. Uh, every time they, if they're doing it in that episode format, we need to have Sean Murphy come back for a reaction episode <laughs> for every release of Snyder Cut and just pound it into his head. It's funny because, um, God, who was it? Um, I think it was on Instagram, on uh, one of the posts that we had about him. And uh, someone was like, I couldn't stand how much he was bashing Snyder. I almost had to turn it off. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that in the YouTube comment. <laughs> That's what it was. I was like, what was that? I can't remember. What I, I, I think I replied to it. I said, yeah, I, I got to have a talk with him. <laughs> so fucking funny, man. Uh, Grumps. Yeah. Your thoughts on both the Batman and Justice League Snyder cut having their own fucking existence in the same unit at the same time. Yeah, I think it's cool. It's great, you know. Uh, I I just I, first of all I didn't think they would do this Snyder Cut business. So no, this and, and I was like ready to move on from it, you know. But that's the way I am with all the fucking movies. Like as soon as I see it or or the, the series ends, I'm like, all right, who's gonna play Batman next? You know. Yeah. But but um, I mean I'm looking forward to it. I kind of wish they would have launched. Max with the movie that yeah. would have made sense in my opinion, yeah, but uh, for sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, no, of course. I mean, as much Batman as we can get, you know. This I, is I, a whole uh, different grumps we're hearing some of these I know. days. You know, it's, it's like crisis I on quarantine grumps. You know, like, do you want to go work for these people that are going to change this shit or cave into internet pressure? Uh, you know, once you do a project, I mean, I'm not any type of creative person, so I don't know, but it's, uh, I think it's, it sets a kind of bad precedent. Yeah. Like, uh, you're, you're giving, uh, like you're giving bullies too much of a voice. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, in, in this case it's to my benefit, you know, it's more, <laughs> you know, more Actually, Batman, if, but, uh, if, if you analyze it far enough though, you can say that, well, is it maybe their response to, critic responses you know what led to them changing the creator's original vision and said oh, yeah. oh you you guys oh. didn't like this okay we'll, we'll change it so now they just got pushed and hey put out what you were supposed to put out this is what yeah. we signed up for it's uh yeah it's so like it that depends uh which side you want to take of it it's like that it's like that meme of that uh fat like goth kid wearing a nightwish shirt and he's holding a razor blade to his wrist like release the Snyder cut or else. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, no, it's it's uh that's a good point though, because they did I mean, number one, they really fucked over Snyder by from what it sounds like is yes, he turned in a product that they were not one hundred percent like jazzed about. But they used his family um, emergency as an opportunity to, and there, and when they made the statements, everything in the media was saying that they had Whedon on to finish his vision. 
meaning that he was going to come on and finish what he started. But in reality, they rewrote and reshot from the Hollywood Reporter article. Snyder says that he thinks that there's only one fourth of his footage that was used in the movie. Like they fucking completely trashed all his like they took his movie, they cut it up, took a little like they you know what it was? You order a big bucket of KFC chicken, like Joey Tribbiani. Big bucket of KFC chicken, you only eat the skin. They took the they they, they took the skin off the chicken and they threw the chicken away and they ate the skin. That was just I mean the skin's delicious. But it's not what you it's not what you paid for. But there, there was things in BVS that people didn't like, like Lex Luthor and, and Doomsday and right. you know, shit like that. I think the but studio the, the studio was because uh, I, I remember um, he didn't start Justice League obviously until there was enough, there was a lot of time after BVS when uh, all of the people who were complaining about the tone had been heard. So yeah. Warner Brothers, they, they told him, they're like, dude, you can't make this as dark as BVS. You got to lighten it up. And I think he said, okay, but he probably said really in his head, like, fuck you. You know, like, okay, yeah, I'll make it lighter. Like, I'll make a little bit more like, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll put more heart because Victor or whoever, the Flash would have more heart. I, who knows? But it seems like it was still so close to BVS that the studio was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, we told you not to do this. And uh, that is what is interesting is like, man, it was so different than what we originally what we ended up getting. Like, I really want to see that. Like, the and trailer. I mean, yeah, the tra- oh, yeah, the trailer yeah. comparison, you know, and yeah. how they completely changed the color palette. Um, that was crazy, man. It's yeah, it's like it, it didn't look like a big budget studio. Like, like it didn't look like Warner Brothers put this shit out. Like, wow. I thought the effects were terrible in Justice League. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they're better in the Snyder Cut. There's two distinct scenes when I remember thinking, like, why would, like, they, and that was before we knew what had happened. So, obviously, this was, like, because of reshoots, they were had to do that under a budget. One scene that I remember is when um, um, Aquaman is talking to Bruce Wayne, you know, at the very beginning of the movie, and he jumps in the water. Like, he jumps in the water, and he kind of, like, jumps back first and he swims away that way i remember thinking the background of the ocean and then uh like the scenery in the background was so fucking fake looking and so obviously cg i was like you could feel you could easily film that somewhere on location and and not put any effects and it would look better than that why did they do that obviously because that was probably reshot and they had to make a budget out of it and then the second one was um, multiple times when they're in like the big hangar in the back cave when they're talking and uh, Bruce is fighting with Diana they're talking shit to each other like the background looks like like on you know when you do Skype or Zoom calls and you can like fuzz <laughs> yeah. out the background like you can blur or make the background buttery it's what it, it looked like they put some weird effect to make the black the background blurry so we couldn't tell that it was like a blue or green screen. Like those scenes specifically are are such an eyesore and make so much sense now when you think of, oh fuck, those were reshoots and they literally couldn't go on location because they didn't have the money and they, they've already spent so much, so they just did it all against the green screen and they just had to fucking go with it. Like, you know, that's it, and you know how Snyder is about if anything else, like you can talk shit about his writing, you could talk shit about his tone, you could talk shit about him not knowing the characters. That motherfucker knows how to set up a shot and make a a pretty picture. You know what I mean? 
So the oh, yeah. images that we didn't get in Justice League, like just the just the cinematography that is probably out there on the cutting room floor that we're going to get to see now, that is awesome. Also, again, I didn't hate Justice League. Didn't hate it. I actually like it. I've watched it multiple times since. I'm not afraid to say it. However, if you just replace the Danny Elfman score with Junkie XL, it becomes a far superior movie just doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. just, just changing the, the soundtrack back to what it probably should have been will make it that much better. And as far as uh, the, the part of people not liking some of the versions of characters that are in this, uh, in this world... Uh, I, I'm, I won't do the long version of this because, you know, I know we talked about this when BVS came out, you know, when Man of Steel came out, everything. But this was originally meant to be, what, at least a five-movie story overall, starting with Man of Steel and getting to the end of Zack's story. Yeah. yeah. All, all yep. of these characters were on character arcs, and some of them we met at the very beginning yeah. of them becoming who they would be. Yeah. And yeah. if Zach or um, Lex is the best example of it, because yeah. look at the Lex that you meet, you know, from the first scene he's in. He's his not origin. a super criminal. Yeah. And the, mm-hmm. yeah, this whole story was his origin. You were yeah. going to see him becoming the super criminal Lex Luthor. He was just uh, an eccentric, weirdo, rich kid that had his dad's money and this billion dollar company. Yeah. And then by the time you get to that, uh, post-credit scene i think it's the post-credit scene on justice league uh yeah, yeah. on the book with, with slade then you know he's he's broken out of prison out of arkham and he's on this yacht wearing a suit with the shaved head and he's already drastically changed yeah he was when we first met him he's so completely yeah. like that yeah and like people complained about superman like oh he he, he wasn't the, the Christopher Reeve Superman. Well, the Christopher Reeve Superman we were presented with <laughs> had been Superman for years. Yeah. The, at yeah. the beginning of Man of Steel, what you're seeing is him becoming Superman. So he, he's learning who he is and what he's all about. And by the end of the story, he was going to be the Superman that you know. Yeah. And, yeah that goes for all yeah. the characters. They were all what about uh, Joe Manchinello? He's, he's going to be apparently back in it. Well, he tweeted yeah, something I, that there's a there was a, a confrontation with him with Deathstroke and Batman that maybe it was the, filmed. Yeah, he, um, he said the OG yeah, post credit scene. Well, and and also on uh, Twitter he put on um he said something like that, but also he had like a little symbol of a bat, swords, and then a skull. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, oh shit! Is uh, wait a minute, was there a yeah. fight scene between Batman and Deathstroke? Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Do you guys? I'm think, excited for that shit. Don't don't you remember when um, Affleck uh, posted that tease of the footage of Deathstroke yeah. on the flying mm-hmm. fox? Yeah. Do you guys oh, yeah. think that was? Do you think that was a camera test, or do you think that was like legit wow. footage of the movie? I think I think that was probably personally. I, I, well, I hope it was like a legit scene where maybe Deathstroke is on the flying fox and he has a fight again. Maybe even just like a brief fight and then you know somehow yeah. then he goes and breaks out Lex, Lex but our, uh, yeah. so but, it wasn't the word for a while that uh, in the Batman solo movie that Affleck was going to do wasn't uh, Manganiello's Deathstroke supposed to be in that for at some yeah. point 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think uh, the the Justice League was supposed to introduce him, and Deathstroke was in the original Batman script that he wrote with Jeff Johns, and that, that eventually that got Jay scrapped. Oliva, that Jay Oliva said was the best Batman script he ever read. He's ever read. Yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's well, that's another thing. Like Joe Manganiello, literally, he he did an interview where he talked about how he like was thankful that he got the opportunity, but that he was pretty much he pretty much realized like oh that that ship has sailed like that door is closed because they didn't go with Snyder's vision so that's the only place I really existed and yeah they teased me in Justice League but not to the degree where it would have also it would have been in the Batman and because they didn't make the Batman movie the way it ended up being that closed the door on on the on that face off with the character so I think he was done now this is like literally an opportunity for him to come back as that character that he thought he would never be able to do. So fucking a man. Like that's what I think is, is so awesome about this is like, even if you continue the Batman, even if you don't go with Snyder's overall, like, uh, arc, you could, they, they did it with, uh, Aquaman that during, they're doing it with wonder woman. They're, they're continuing on with those actors in a, whatever you want to say, whatever kind of universe you, you have fucking cyborg, you have flash, you have Deathstroke. They've already been on screen. Like, don't fucking waste them. Use them somehow, at least, like, if not in solo movies. There's just so much opportunity with uh, all these all these cast members that have already been proven, and it would be a shame to allow them to all slip away. Like they like the biggest fucking tragedy already happened. Affleck, they let him slip away, you know. Yeah. And it's a fucking because that's another thing too. Like, as much. Obviously, as much as this opens opportunities to continue on with a Snyder, some form of whatever, either a movie, HBO Max, whatever, you could still kind of do it with. Like, it's going to be completely up to Affleck to come back. And from what he stated the last couple of times, he's done. Like, he's over it. But you know? well, it's, I, I don't feel like it's impossible for them to be able to entice him back if it's for, hey, look, this is not for you know, some big blockbuster movie thing. How about doing a mini series for HBO Max? You know, whatever you and Zach had planned or whatever you and Jeff had planned, you know, make like a, a, a six episode mini series, tell the story you wanted to tell and you get to do it your way. And yeah. none of the pressure, because one of the big problems he had was the, the pressure that he was taking and all the hits he was getting in the media and, so this this would be a much more uh, low pressure place to do that. The I think the only way he can he does that is if if Snyder's on board and convinces him to because that was yeah. who did it. That's who got that's who got him to do it in the first place, and that's yeah, all, why he all left. these people are all these people are so uh, loyal to Zach. But in, in my opinion, too, like it it would really just depend on if Affleck were to get back in, then that whole universe moves forward. And the biggest problem was it was just a series of events where the fact that Snyder couldn't do it canceled out everything. Like Aquaman is was pretty much at a halt after making a billion dollars. They should have already made a sequel. Uh, Wonder Woman's already been delayed over a year and a half almost. Flash had already had a movie. Like one thing rippled to the next and now we've wasted so much time and now this is an opportunity to kind of reboot everything. But if Affleck's not in it, I don't see these other movies happening as quickly or having relevance, you know? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, they got enough because it's almost been, like you said, it's almost been what, two and a half years. Like that's a, such a big gap and so much lost opportunity. That's why this is going to, this is going to be the test to see the interest and to see the willingness to go forward. Um, I, I, I was blown away that they were continuing on with like any loosely connected, um, universe with, uh, the f- dude, honestly, like, I, I don't mean to keep bashing the fact that birds of prey, like was allowed to pull into elements of suicide, like birds of prey, kept suicide squad that universe alive like that joker that suicide squad universe is alive because of birds of prey and it's like that movie it's on life support like you took you took a uh and you're 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 on life support like it's almost brain dead but you're like now nah, let's keep him connected let's just let him see what happens let's see if he wakes up like that's kind of like what it seems like for that so if they're willing to do that with fucking suicide squad and birds of prey you gotta be willing to do that shit with the rest, you know? Like Wonder Woman, billion dollar franchise, Aquaman, billion dollar fucking A, two bit well, I don't think Wonder Woman made a billion, did it? I think just Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but I mean Gal Gadot, like A list Hollywood celebrity, like people are gonna go watch whatever she makes if it's a Wonder Woman movie. Um oh, yeah. but yeah, like if you can get Affleck back, man, that's that's uh-huh. like that would be the hat trick. Is right. You got you got Snyder back. Holy fuck! I can't believe they did it. You got Snyder back. You know you're continuing on the Snyder cut universe, and you got Affleck back. That's like that's crazy. But you can't say you cannot say that. Uh, you can no longer say things are impossible anymore. I did not think even with the movement the way it was and how strong it was and how much pace it picked up since November. I did not think they were going to announce it this soon. I did not think we would see it in 2021. I swear to God. I thought this was going to be like five years down the line. Uh, well, we talked a bit about the uh, Cable stuff and the rumor that he's going to be showing up in other movies. I think the most obvious place to have him show up is uh, whatever comes next for Shazam, whether it's the second Shazam or the Black Adam movie. You mean Shazam? Because, uh, yes, Shazam, my bad. Uh, because they had that little part at the end where someone else in a Superman suit showed up to showed oh, up in the, in the end there. You know, we already have uh, that he knows Shazam now. Yeah. And you know, they have enough history. You know, there was in the comics and they did the animated adaptation of the you know, Superman and Shazam versus Black Adam story. So yeah, they could I... bring him into that whole thing. It's um, especially because the Rock's w- ex-wife is so involved. Like I'm, they haven't announced. I'm. Sh- I swear to God, I think that there's something already in place where they've already got Cavill signed on, or they're going to, and and they're just waiting to announce it. She won't like, dude. She got that. She got Cavill as a client. She's going. To, she's going to do everything she can to make sure that motherfucker is still Superman. Like there's no, especially if the Rock is Black Adam. That's like the bridge for Cavill to come back. There's no way he is not coming back as Superman in my eyes. You know? And it's fucking dope because it's all started with him. It all started with Man of Steel and Cavill. So, and which, you know, I was thinking about it the other day. Like, that's still one of my favorite fucking movies. I love Man of Steel. Yeah. Thank you. 
so good. First flight, that scene where he flies for the first time and the music and the score, like that was like fucking dupe. But um, any other thoughts, guys? No, can't crazy. wait. <laughs> I can't believe the grump. I can't believe we live in a pl- in a time with the grumpers <laughs> excited for a Justice League. I'm so happy. Is anything to take away? You know what, Tom? I, honestly, I'm I'm surprised that we live in a time where the grumpler likes both Snyders. I mean, both are visions. <laughs> well, depends, depends on depends on what week you're talking no. to. About. Yeah. Depends on what arc, but yeah, we'll take oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not get yeah. carried away. <clears throat> Aside from all the movie stuff, uh, I don't want to take this uh, in a horribly political direction or anything like that, but you know, we do have a platform, and I feel like we should say something out there. You know, There's a lot of fucked up stuff going on in the world, and you know, things have to change. You know, Say something. You know, Don't just... Uh, be silent, you know, you don't have to be out in protests and everything, but, you know, stand up for what's right, say something, and things have to change. You know, uh, Robin, I really wish you wouldn't have said that, because we just lost so many white, ignorant uh, listeners. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm really upset about it. I, I alienated posted something earlier, and I'm sure I already <laughs> lost a couple hundred followers. <laughs> yeah, man. Bottom line, um, if you're a cop, please don't kill innocent civilians. Yeah. Like, please don't. Yeah. Just and if you're if you're a good cop, like please do something about it. Yeah, or you know, like what you were saying. I mean, if you're standing there and it, it'd just be like if you went to the you went out to eat or went to go shoot pool, or whatever, with your friends, and all of a sudden you know you you see your friend is beating the shit out of some guy for no reason, you're probably yeah. gonna step in and be like, hey, 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 yeah, what, what, what the fuck, fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, step back, you know, calm down. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just it's it's a sad, scary time because I think that, um, you know, it's obviously that, unfortunately for some individuals, you know, a badge gives you this freedom or this sense of security or this sense of, um, oh, man, what's the word? Like, you feel like you're above, like, just the fact that no one stopped them, like, the no one, none of the other cops stopped it, I think is, like... Just, I, I think it's because they thought they're protected. I don't know, like they're protected. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have to yeah. stop it because it's, it's like, oh, this is our side. You know, I'm on this side, so I can't stop it because it's my, this is, this is my team. Whereas, like, no, dude, if your team is fucking up, you like get in their face and come stop fucking up. But yeah, man, take care of each other. Um, put pressure on the people in power to, you know, keep keep you safe. And uh, if they don't fucking challenge it and use uh, your voice and power to challenge it, and it's yeah. unfortunate that a lot of people are scared and angry and it's leading to chaos and rioting and shit, but hopefully this brings more awareness to the fact that there are uh, a significant amount of individuals in our country who are feeling alienated and, um, you know, not spoken for, and that's it. You just got to fucking listen. And it's nice to see at least like there's certain cities that have like uh, police officers and police chiefs that are out there talking to people. That's good to see. If you, if you are a law enforcement officer, you know, the people want to trust you. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't abuse that trust. And we, that's right. why we are where we are right now. Yeah. 
But uh, I just can't wait for four more years of this, guys. And I'll just, that's all I'll leave it with that. I'll leave it with that. I'll leave it with that. In the immortal words of Buster, let it burn. <laughs> all right, boys. Bat Force Raid. Seacrest. Uh, I can't believe it. I can't believe Justice League. Seacrest. Night out. Night out. <laughs> Night out.